Welcome to Le Chiffre's Inside the Street. Today is Friday, December 22nd. Happy Holidays, and I'm your host, Mickey Fidello. Let's jump right in. Logistics are on deck today. Some recent news has been taking fold, and I wanted to cover the current state of global supply chains, but more on that later. A little bit of year in review for you. In 2023, supply chains continued their reversion to better times after a series of turmoil driven by first the pandemic, then inflationary pressures, and geopolitical tensions. Because of these events, we have seen a shift in supply chain strategy from management teams across the globe, emphasizing adaptability and flexibility to weather through those headwinds. We've seen automation and a more holistic approach within supply chain visibility for companies be a pinpoint for encompassing more business processes such as supply and waste management, crisis management and planning, all of which go beyond product flow. Reshoring was another main theme throughout the year as companies dealt with continued geopolitical risk and were incentivized by legislative support from the Inflation Reduction Act, Infrastructure and Jobs Act, and the CHIPS Act. While we have seen a resilient consumer and lowering inflation, it has started to look like a soft landing may be possible. However, the geopolitical tensions have not subsided. Unfortunately, they've only gotten worse. I think this added supply chain risk isn't being fully appreciated by the market. And so here at Le Chiffre, we've become a bit skeptical. Recent attacks on ships in the Red Sea have started to make things shaky for global trade, even leading to a select group of corporations halting services in the Red Sea. This group of carriers include MSC and Maersk. They make up 60% of global maritime cargo. So what does this mean for markets? Well, we have a few precedent cases to assess. Take the conflict with Russia and Ukraine, for example. Sanctions were put on Russia, one of the world's major exporters, limiting the supply of crude oil, and therefore driving the price upwards And as we all felt the effects at the gas pump or the ship that was lodged in the Suez Canal in 2021. Oil prices jumped on speculation, and global supply chains were rattled, with that canal handling around 14% of global trade volumes. This now brings the discussion of the present-day conflicts to spot rates and commodity prices. Ocean rate prices have increased almost 10x. A week ago, rates for transport from Shanghai to the UK We're just over 2,000 for a 40-foot container. And as of today, that same route size charges 10,000. On the ground, truck rates in the Middle East are being quoted for double what they were prior to the attacks. I think this is so much different from what we saw during the pandemic because ships are being redirected in real time at a much faster rate illustrating how timing can be a huge factor in these situations. Watching this unfold, looking at geopolitical risk indexes, and reflecting on precedent events, I really do think this isn't getting the attention from the markets, especially the U.S. markets, that it deserves. It makes sense. All eyes are on the Fed and inflation, with the PCE hitting 2% today. But I think This could have ramifications on inflation as well, 
Will it hit as hard as the other supply chain disruptions I discussed? I don't think so. With reshoring being a major theme here in the U.S., investors will be watching trucking rates, but I do think it will definitely have an impact. I envision this creeping this into earnings calls and being a headwind for management teams as well. There are also happenings in China. Analysts have mentioned that the U.S. and Europe's supply chain de-risking strategies are overplaying the risk level at hand, and the emphasis on the China plus one strategy, where companies expand supply chains to other countries such as Vietnam, India, and Mexico, are really hedging risks there, but still overplaying. Overall, I think the market is underestimating the effects of these attacks in the Red Sea, and I think we will continue to see elevated maritime shipping rates and speculation from investors on certain commodities going forward. This now brings the discussion of the present-day conflicts to spot rates and commodity prices. Ocean rate prices have increased almost 10x as a week ago. Rates for transport from Shanghai to the UK were just over 2000 for a 40-foot container. As of today, that same quote in size charges 10000 And on the ground, truck rates in the Middle East are being quoted for double what they were prior to the attacks. Rob, I'm curious to hear, what are your thoughts on these and how do you think the market will take this going forward? I think these are very unique times, especially for supply chains. Going off what you mentioned, we've seen Israel, Hamas, China, BRICS expansion, all continuing to hinder the already fragile global supply chains. And this is certainly a major headwind going into 2024, despite the fact that geopolitics this year may have had less of an impact on markets compared to previous years. Of course, when it comes to business, we're going to unfortunately continue seeing higher operating costs when it comes to transport, but I would say these are more short-term focuses. I think going into next year, however, 2024 is likely going to be a little different. I would say the consensus around a recession is probably hovering around a soft landing or even a no landing scenario, but that doesn't mean the risk is totally gone. In fact, when it comes to geopolitical events heading into next year, I would say several key events are going to play a major role in a quick shift in investors' perception around broader economic growth, especially given the fact that valuations continue to be so volatile. Of course, we have the elections coming up, which will provide a clear picture of Fed policy and continued aid to Ukraine. But outside the U.S., investors are also keeping an eye out for about 40 other elections in other countries next year. Again, events that will shape geopolitical tensions and strategies going forward. Overall, I would expect major companies to sort of just adopt their supply chain strategies to this dynamic environment and shifts in global trade patterns by exploring other cost-effective options and maybe even alternative routes for transport. But I'm going to leave it there for this time. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to subscribe and download the podcast, but also follow our company LinkedIn page with Sheafray Partners to stay up to date with our latest market commentary. But with that, we'll see you all next week. Thanks a lot. This material is published solely for informational purposes and may not be copied or recreated in any way. This podcast is not an offer to buy or sell any investment product and takes no liability for being incorrect about events that may occur within the markets. 
Remember that the financial markets are subject to change and past performance is not an indicator of future results. It is important to conduct your own research and carefully evaluate any financial decision prior to acting on it.